from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie B. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, November the 16th, 2021. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Thai Cats back in action on Saturday. 4 p.m. They host the Saskatchewan Rough Riders here at Tim Hortons Field. Andy Fantuz and I will get you set with Ticats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross starting at 3 o'clock. And then we'll hand it over to RJ and Luke Tasker who will have the call. Hope you can join us. Still some tickets available if you want to come in person. Ticats.ca slash tickets. And then always make sure to be listening. Listen.ticats.ca on game days and all week long for some great content here on the Ticats Audio Network. Coming up on today's show, we'll be joined by the president and COO of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. That's Matt Afinick. A lot of announcements surrounding Grey Cup in the last few days. Uh, so we'll get into that with him. We'll hear from Coach O as we normally do, and uh, kind of a couple of one-on-ones today as I uh, was able to catch up with Cam Kelly and Jagera Davis, so I'll play uh, my conversations with them in full for you coming up here on today's show. I did want to give a couple of shout-outs. I should have done this yesterday, but I want to give a couple of shout-outs. Uh, first, number one, uh, to former Ticats kicker Liram Hyralahu. Uh, not only a former Ticats kicker, but a good St. Catharines boy uh, near my hometown of Font Hill. Uh, so good St. Catharines boy, Liram Hyralahu, made his NFL debut with the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. Was perfect on all four of his conversions, I want to say. Five, five for five on uh, extra point conversions. So congratulations to Liram Hyralahu, who is uh, in the NFL. So very awesome to see. And also wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Forge FC, who will wrap up their regular season tonight at Tim Hortons Field when they host Cavalry FC. And then they'll uh, host the uh, CPL semifinals here uh, this weekend on Sunday. So a uh, busy weekend uh, at Tim Hortons Field. So shout-out to Liram Hyralahu, shout-out to Forge FC, and uh, one more shout-out to the Canadian men's national team who will play at Commonwealth Stadium tonight when they host Mexico in World Cup qualifying. Uh, it's chilly here. like It's like six, seven degrees. Uh, it is frigid there. Uh, where kickoff is supposed to be about minus 17 when factoring in the wind chill. Uh, so, yes, it's going to be a cold one in Edmonton, so a couple of shout-outs. And, by the way, there is a CFL game. That means absolutely nothing uh, in the standings. The Toronto Argonauts already have first place clinched in the East Division, uh, but they'll host the Edmonton Elks tonight. So while uh, Commonwealth plays home to the Canadian men's national team, uh, the Elks, who normally call it home, uh, are in Toronto to take on the Argos for some Tuesday night football. All right, let's, uh, but before we get to Coach O, just wanted to let you know that uh, good news, as Don Jackson was back at practice today, uh, we'll get the full injury report from today's practice, uh, we'll run that down on tomorrow's show, but wanted to let you know that, that Don Jackson was back, and a uh, good sign uh, to see him out there doing some reps, um, so good sign, but let's hear from Coach O, Orlando Steinauer, here's what he had to say after practice today, and just asked him if he was happy with what he saw from his team at practice. Yeah, it's been very few times this year when I haven't been pleased with the effort of this football team. I don't think that's a challenge. Uh, we continue to work on our execution. So, um, yeah, I haven't looked at the tape yet, Louie, but uh, at first glance out there, there was a nice level of seriousness and uh, get your work done day. Well, I think that a lot of that was done in the, the film session review. 
you know, after after the ball game. And uh, I think uh, each player to a man will tell you that they they had areas to improve. And, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, that, that includes me, like everybody, everybody can be better. Right. And that's even on wins. So it's not it's not one thing. It was a collection of things. But, you know, that's in the past. We have to move forward. Right. We can't dwell on it. There's nothing we can do about that past game except learn from it. Well, I think there's collective improvement and then there's there's individual improvement. And, you know, it's it's areas of emphasis that we emphasize during the week. And did they show up in the game and in areas of emphasis that you have as an individual, uh, usually from your individual coach or, or maybe from somebody else on your respective side of the ball. So uh, there, there's always room to improve and, and you just you measure it, obviously, by film. And at the end of the day, you know, you, you can't fool yourself. Right. A lot of these a lot of the improvement stuff is between uh, as I refer to the players as you and you. Right. So um, this is the ultimate team sport. We've got to get things together. And when we do that, we've you know, we've been out on the on the winning side. And, and uh, when you don't play uh, the way that we need to play it, that they're battles. That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tigers, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after practice today. Still ahead, we'll be joined by President and COO Matt Affinick of the Hamilton Tiger Cats uh, talking about uh, the big announcement yesterday, all the parties going down on Great Cup Week. We'll talk a little Arkells as well. Uh, but right now, a little different. Had a chance to get a couple of one-on-ones with some players today. As a, It was a quiet scrum, a lightly attended scrum. Uh, so had a couple of chances to go one-on-one with Cam Kelly and Jagger Davis, and uh, I'm going to play the full kind of clips here for you. And we'll start with Jagger Davis, and started with him asking, after a loss like they had on Friday night, are you more motivated to get back on the practice field or to get back in game action? Uh, here's what he had to say. Um, a little bit of both. Um, luckily, it's not playoffs yet. I mean, it's playoffs around the corner. So right now, it's back, right back to work. I mean, once nothing clear. I mean, we played against a, a quality team, and they showed. They were firing. They made plays when they needed to. We didn't. We didn't execute, and the end result was what it was. They earned our right to, uh, to be on division champs and first round by, so we just got to work hard to get to our final destination. Tim, is- sorry, Tim had mentioned after the game that, I mean, obviously a bye would have been nice, but when when you have a game like that, you realize there are still some things – that you need to correct or fix. And that game can actually be kind of an opportunity for you. Do you look at that as, as it's another opportunity to kind of correct some mistakes in that East semifinal? Oh, most, most definitely. Most, most definitely. I mean, that's the thing. Luckily championships ain't ain't won (laughs) this year in November is one of December this year. So we still have time. Like you don't want to play your best ball until December 12th. That's when you want to play your best game of Ever so, right now we're still building and still trying to get better. So much we can correct and get better at to be a better team and just go out there and perform better. So it's just going back to the drawing board and continuing to work and continue getting better. So we got here, put our best foot forward. Come to, come Saturday. As you said, me we said about facing this adversity. You know, last year, 2019, 15 and three, things seemed to come easy. I know they weren't easy, but sometimes they felt. Like they were coming a little easier. Is there something to be say, said about having to go through games like Saturday Friday or like tough results to to be better on the other side? 
Almost definitely. I mean, when you come off the top of year we had in, in 2019, everybody wants to give us our, their best shot. So week in, week out, we've been getting every, every team's best, regardless of what their record was or if they was on a win streak or losing streak. They can't. They always got up to play us because they always we're the team that the basically measure up against. So every team is coming in. Well, if we play out, put our play our best game against Hamilton, then we kind of got a good gauge of where we at. So it, for me, I look at it as a respect thing. They respect us to come out here and give us their best effort week in and week out. And so it, for me, I look at it as it, I got to give them the same respect and come out. Uh, we, us as a team got to come out and do the same thing and put our best foot forward because the scariest part about it, we still haven't played nowhere close to our best ball yet. But we've seen everybody else's best yet. So I'm happy about that. And that's, I mean, that's kind of the point. Even even the front four there, I feel like, you know, you guys you guys have obviously played together a lot over the last two seasons, but it's it's scary to think that you have a, another level that you guys can reach. Oh, most definitely. I mean, not only just up front, but just literally across the board. Offense, defense, and especially special teams. I still feel we have one of the best special teams in all of CFL, and I know big plays are just around the corner. So I think they're going to come when they, we need it the most. And well, guess what? Playoffs start next week. So, hey, just be on the lookout. Just know we're not finished. That is Ja'Garrett Davis, as I had a chance to go one-on-one with him after practice today. Also a chance to go one-on-one with Cameron Kelly, Having a breakout first season in the CFL. Played all uh, 13 games so far at that linebacker spot. And started with Cam just kind of asking about how he has changed from kind of week one to week 16. From the first you know training camp to, to where we are now as we get set to finish the regular season. Here's what he had to say. Uh, I mean, the further you get into the season, the bigger the games get. So, you know, now even though... This isn't technically a playoff game, you know. Each game we're we're playing it like you know it it, it matters just that much. So um, honestly, just trying to just stay true to my preparation, um, not leave any stone unturned. Just making sure that I'm doing my due diligence with with every team or every player with my study, and then just um, trying to practice hard and make sure I focus on the fundamentals. Um, to that point, you're kind of in that u- unique position where you, you're a bit in the middle, you play with the secondary a bit. What have you seen from a guy like Des Lawrence this season, you know, kind of in this similar boat as you coming in, not really knowing the Canadian game and having an immediate impact? Uh, Des has been a big time addition for us, you know, him being able to come in and, you know, be that boundary lockdown corner that we need, you know, uh, me and Des actually played together in the spring league before we came here. So, uh, you know, we both had goals and we both knew what we, what we could bring to the table and what we wanted to do. And I think that he's done a, a very good job of uh, showcasing his talents. After a loss like last week, were you extra motivated to get back on the practice field today? I think uh, I'm always as motivated as motivated could get. So it wasn't uh, any extra motivation, but I definitely did feel a little, a little itch. I'm just ready to get that bad taste on my mouth and, you know, just come back and, uh, you know, play the game we love and just try and push for this championship. And just uh, you, uh, Jovan and uh, Sim have played all, you know, 14, 15 games, 13 games to this point together. You seem to have instant chemistry. How do you build on the chemistry you already have here we are 15 weeks into the season. 
Uh, we constantly talk, whether it's in the building, whether it's outside the building, uh, you know, trying to get together and just do little things like uh, team bonding stuff, like, you know, grabbing bites to eat and, you know, just getting to know these guys more as people because, you know, I feel like I've gotten to know them uh, really well as football players. So get to know them well as people, you know, uh, grow that love for each other. And then once playoff time come, you know, we we pedal to the metal, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a brotherhood. I mean, the team is a brotherhood. The team's a family. That's a cliche. Exactly. I mean, it's a cliche we hear, but you've been in a lot of different locker rooms. What's, what's special about the Ticats locker room? I mean, you know, you you are, your team's going to be what your coach instills in you. You know, some teams have the power to, you know, guys kind of get together in the locker room and maybe if, if it's not going the right direction, they feel like they'll try and overcome that, you know, in the locker room. But coach O does a great job of instilling that from, you know, day one that we're a big family and it's not just a cliche. It's not just a statement. You know, he genuinely wants you to get to know your brothers and, you know, have that love for each other because that translate on the field. And that is Cameron Kelly, linebacker of the Ticats. Chance to go one-on-one with him today. And, uh, of course, Ticats getting set for a big game on Saturday, but there's a, another big game a little further down the road. Uh, December 12th is when the 108th Grey Cup will be played here at Tim Hortons Field. And discuss that and some of the announcements made over the last week or so. Very pleased now to be joined by the president and COO of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. That's Matt Afnick. And, uh, Matt, I know uh, you are a busy man, so thank you for the time today. And uh, uh, it's obviously you're busy, but you got to be pretty excited about uh, – what the next month holds? Uh, the excitement uh, is, is is pretty real right now, Louis. Yeah, we're uh, obviously getting ready, and uh, the game's inside three weeks. And obviously, there's been some pretty great announcements over the course of the last few days uh, relative to halftime, and then yesterday with the fan festival events. So, uh, excitement is building. Um, we we know because of the pandemic, because of certain restrictions that still remain in place, it's not going to be the same Grey Cup we've come to expect. But that doesn't mean you guys aren't going to throw one heck of a party. Let's go through some of the events that are going through the weekend. And starting with the Grey Cup, that's always a big deal. The Grey Cup coming at the Hamilton Waterfront, that's going to be an exciting kind of way to kick off the week. Yeah, it is the arrival of the trophy itself, that beautiful historic uh, trophy and all of its glory is obviously always a meaningful part of Grey Cup Week. So that'll come in on uh, Tuesday and our, our mayor and our commissioner will welcome uh, the trophy officially to Hamilton on Tuesday down at Bayfront Park. Hamilton Convention Center is kind of going to be the hub of most of the events that are going on. Do you want to talk specifically about some of the free events? Because the CFL Awards, not something that's normally kind of free to fans. Why was it important to have that opportunity to fans to, to come in Reserve their seat, like I said, for free. Keyword there. Yeah, and, and, and Lou, you know this. We work in, in great partnership and collaboration with the with the CFL office and the CFL league office who help us pull together all of these plans for Grey Cup. And, you know, as we went through it, it you know, the CFL is about its fans. And us certainly here in Hamilton um, have, in our, in our opinion, in my opinion, the best fans in the league. So as we thought about what was possible in this environment relative to Grey Cup festival events, we really kept the fans at the center of that and really try to hone in on what could we do to welcome them back. As you know, this is the first Grey Cup since 2019 uh, and make sure that this was as accessible as possible. So to your point, we've been able to work with the league office and frankly, some of our corporate partners to deliver some of these events uh, free of charge, including obviously the player awards uh, amongst others like the commissioner's state of the league um, and some other uh, events that are free of charge as well. 
Both those events are going on on December 10th at the convention center. Uh, the state of the uh, league at 10 a.m. Uh, the award ceremony starting at 6 p.m. Um, and then just kind of the social halls. Why, like, again, restrictions are what they are, but why was it important to make sure that, you know, if we are going to do something, we have to make sure we're doing the social halls, the East social, hall, the West social. Hall. Why was that kind of crucial to Grey Cup week? Well, as you know, being a, a veteran Grey Cupper, Louis, one of the best parts of, uh, Grey Cup weekend is seeing the team parties and just the true spirit of, of Canadiana um, and friendship that occurs amongst the fans of the various CFL teams, not just the host team, but the team, fans of teams that have come in from across the country. So for us in the league, it was very important to make sure uh, that we had a place for those people to come together. Um, and we've done that under the basis of kind of the East teams and the West teams. But um, you know, we know everyone will celebrate together and that spirit of it doesn't matter what team you cheer for. We all cheer for the CFL and we all cheer for the Grey Cup. So uh, every team's colors are welcome. And I think it'll be a great sight um, inside the convention center Friday night, Saturday and leading into game day Sunday, where obviously we have Tiger Town game day, uh, where you're going to see the colors of all CFL teams represented. And that's truly the spirit about what this event's about. The Tiger Town game day party going from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. Tickets, 75 bucks, available at Ticketmaster.ca. Matt, what are you most excited about for Grey Cup Week? I know a lot of work has gone into this. A lot of people have worked really hard to be able to pull this off in a few weeks. What are you most excited about come Grey Cup Week? Well, the obvious answer is the game, and, and the game is why we do all the rest of this stuff. But I'm going to maybe do one better. I'm, I'm most excited about Tiger Town game day and, and working with our partner, partners at Bench Brewing. Um, Louis to, to, to pull that together because that will be um, truly the spirit of all Thai Cat fans coming together on game day. And obviously we're hopeful uh, the right team is in the game itself, but either way um, we want that to be almost like a reunion of Thai Cat fans. We haven't had the great cup game in this market 25 years. Uh, we typically actually don't throw an event on game day um, in, in, you know, prior great cups, but we felt with this being in our backyard, um, our fans being absolutely spectacular through the pandemic window in supporting Grey Cup and supporting the Tiger Cats. The team wanted to come together and make sure that we had a space and a place for those fans to all come together um, on game day. And, and as the release said, we work very closely with our alumni association. Um, we're very proud of our relationship with the alumni. Um, and we're working together in partnership to make sure Tiger Cat greats of, of the recent past, of the distant past, and everything in between um, are going to be present there. Some names like Andy and Rob Hitchcock and Luke and um, others were mentioned in the release, but I can assure um, all of our fans out there that there will be, um, you know, many, many, many alumni present for Tiger Town game day. So it'll just be a great place to come, live music, food, a couple of uh, bench brews before the game and, uh, and, and just catch up with great Ticat fans. Um, and enjoy that time prior to kickoff on, on game day Sunday. I know the Ticats Lincoln Logger will be on ice for sure there. Uh, and then I got to ask about our Cals because the big announcement on Friday, uh, launching with that great commercial here at this beautiful stadium behind me. Uh, a lot of people said it had to be the our Cals. Come on, who else was it going to be? But I know a lot of work went into securing them, getting them here. Uh, and I know you're pretty close to them. So you got to be excited for, uh, for the halftime show and what they're going to be able to pull off. Yeah, hey, listen, I, I think the fact that they're from Hamilton have a Ticat connection is just, uh, frankly, uh, the cherry on top. They are, fr they are hands down, uh, one of, if not the biggest band in Canada right now, um, and, and just an unbelievable live performance. And as you know, Louis, we, we pride ourselves here on trying to deliver the best live viewing experience uh, in our league or in any league. And, and the Arkells are kind of the musical equivalent of that. Not just is the music great, they put on a phenomenal show. So for this to come together, to have a Canadian artist 
you know, play the first Grey Cup coming out of the pandemic and have obviously that artist or that group, sorry, um, being a local, it's just really come together beautifully. So we know they'll do a great job. We know our fans uh, are super excited about it and uh, it's great to have them highlight um, or, uh, you know, obviously lead the Grey Cup halftime show. Yeah, the Twisted Tea Halftime Show featuring Arkell is obviously going to be one of the highlights. And like you said, we're hoping the right team's going to be there. Matt, thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Always great to see you. Thank you, Louie. And my thanks to Matt Affnick for joining me today. My thanks to you as well. Always do appreciate it. Make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode of this show or any of the other great shows for you on the Ticats Audio Network, including a brand new episode of The Coach O Show with Luke Tosker. You can find that wherever you found this show right here on the Ticats Audio Network. We are back tomorrow with Ticats Today. Same place, same time. Thanks for checking us out today. Hope you tune in tomorrow for the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louie B. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats Today with Louie B. Subscribe, like, and get your Ticats fix every weekday.